Welcome to episode three of That Designer Guy Has a Podcast, where we talk about design news, strategies, how you can become a more successful designer, and to give owners insight onto the design world and the people who create in it. How's it going, guys? Glad you can join me. Glad you're interested in some of these thoughts, ideas, lessons, whatever you want to call them. Last week, we talked about closing that deal. And you know, we tend to worry so much about getting that job that we might sometimes forget we have to actually create the project now. And one of the biggest roadblocks in like a design block is how do you actually start the project? How do you design that project? I know it's a question that should be simple, but sometimes we need inspiration. Inspiration come in the form of a lot of things. Simply, it's the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. And thanks to the internet, inspiration is everywhere, but it also can be found in everything you do. From getting your first cup of coffee in the morning to the car ride home when you're not thinking about anything in particular, Inspiration is everywhere, and you can see it in everyday design. It's not something you can just schedule an hour or two during the day. It kind of just comes to you, but there are things you can do to accelerate that process, or know when to say, okay, I have an idea. I mean, let's face it, today we live in a world where time is definitely money and a client wants that design as soon as possible, because as I said in the past podcast, you're competing with templates, you're competing with Fiverr designers, you're competing with people who just want to get their design out there. A person looking for an advertisement doesn't care how long it takes for you to find inspiration, they want to know how long it will take to turn around that design. So I thought about how I was going to tackle this episode, and I think the best way is to use a real world scenario, or case study, instead of just giving you a list of things you should do and not do, even though lists are still pretty popular. But you know what? Lists are all kind of the same thing and really don't say much. So let's actually think this through. Now, let's say you need to find inspiration to make a TikTok advertisement for a family-owned burger joint. What's the first thing you're going to do? I'm guessing going on Google image search and start looking at burger advertisements? Okay, but is that the right path? Think about it, or listen to what I was looking for initially. I'm not necessarily looking to make a burger ad on TikTok, I'm looking to make a burger advertisement that portrays a family-owned establishment, meaning a McDonald's ad isn't going to necessarily be the inspiration I'm looking for. And let's face it, doing something like that usually leads to copying a design without really understanding that design and might not be the right design for your client. I think we've all heard that famous Steve Jobs quote, good artist copy, great artist steal. And it doesn't mean what you think it does. It means good artist copy design. You need to make a burger ad, so you just kind of copy that design you saw for a fast food restaurant. Great artists steal an idea, a thought, and make it their own. So no, don't just look at burger ads online. Go to their restaurant. Go to another family-oriented restaurant. Doesn't even have to be a burger joint because anyone can put a burger on a screen. Find a complimentary color and use block text. But instead, I would have the burger on a table with quotes popping up of actual reviews or do a cutaway of a generic burger compared to their burger. Maybe show the ingredients around an open top of the burger. And I thought about that because I went to a restaurant saw how the food was made, saw the vibes in those restaurants, experienced the colors, the smells, I was inspired. 
inspired a thousand times more than opening a bunch of tabs from Dribble, looking at very similar ads. Hell, I might even get a cookbook from the 70s or 80s, especially if the clientele are people from those generations to use as inspiration. I mean, here's the deal. Inspiration isn't something you can schedule, but it is something you can be smart about instead of wasting time. I would take that questionnaire I gave you in the last podcast, which I've linked here as well because I'm such a good podcast host, and not, totally not because I didn't realize you can't have HTML links when sharing a Spotify podcast to Apple Podcasts. But I digress. This is just one example. Obviously, inspiration isn't a copy and paste. This is how you find inspiration. But what I just told you is kind of a roadmap on how you could find inspiration. Don't always go the easy route. I think we forget what design actually is sometimes. It's form and function in harmony. Design has meaning. Design has purpose. You need to find that purpose in your design. And inspiration is a great way to build that foundation. So how can you take those random ideas, random thoughts, and come out to capture them? Pen and paper, baby. Or at the very least, a voice memo. Let's face it, your phone is pretty awesome at capturing things in the moment. Take a selfie video, do a voice memo, or even write stuff down in the notes app. I actually really like to use Microsoft To Do because it syncs my phone and desktop together, so I don't have to copy and paste into an email to myself. Honestly, find the thing that gives you least amount of resistance and gives you the max amount of ease because if there's even the slightest roadblock, you'll be hesitant to use it. Trust me, a simple copy and paste from one device to another can be a major roadblock. I also use Dropbox to transfer things like audio or video notes if I need to. Basically, get Microsoft to do and Dropbox. Both three, both are invaluable tools to help you capture that inspiration without fuss. And honestly, all the tech pros are going to hate me for all those lists that they create for apps that you should use for productivity or for design. But here's, here's the biggest thing. I think doodling is a huge thing. I would just get a really cheap drawing pad. Don't go for the hype and get those Grove made too expensive wooden notepads. Don't do that. Printer paper will do. But I like the pads with at least a bind or spiral bind because it helps keep everything together and organized. Doodling is great because you just lose yourself in creativity. I would go in my car, drive somewhere, and just start drawing, writing, scribbling, whatever. I was alone, lost in my thoughts, and just letting that raw creativity come out. You can do it while watching TV, you can do it right before bed, you just need to let your mind take over and when you're done, give yourself an hour, a day, whatever you need to go back to that session and look at what you created. Another thing I like to do is create a word map of what the goal is, what the client does. Like I said earlier, you're not making a burger ad, you're making a small family business ad for TikTok that focuses on a burger they sell. So maybe you're writing down family-oriented, real ingredients, grandma burger, homemade, restaurant, small restaurant, small business, TikTok, trendy, tag, scrolling. Now with all those things written down, I start creating subcategories for those. So for real ingredients, I'll make a line for each ingredient, lettuce, cheese. You hear what I'm saying? This will help you map your project, a mind map. And like I said, you can waste your money getting apps that help you create these, or, or you can use the tools you already have pen and paper, or even apps that are free on your phone like other drawing apps. Okay, let's talk about the darker side of inspiration, the copy side of inspiration. It's very easy for you just to copy that design, that thought process, and call it your own. I mean, you can make the burger on a white plate instead of a butcher block. Different design, right? Repeat after me. No. No, it is not. Now, there is this saying going around called not invented here. 
And without going into it, it was a study, and I'm saying study with air quotes because I think it was done by 50 groups one time in the early 80s and every marketing bro likes to quote it like it's the gospel. But it does make sense in some respects. It basically says that people think their ideas are better than other people's ideas. And I'm sorry to tell most of you, and me for that matter, that's just not true. Everything we create or do is kind of an amalgamation of what other people have done through trial and error. I mean, look at the iPhone. The reason why everyone has the same exact looking phone is because through trial and error, we've seen what works. Remember smartphones before the iPhone? They had full on keyboards, a stylus, small screens, and while they were popular, they never took off like a fully touchscreen phone in the shape of a bar of chocolate did. That said, the iPhone wasn't a new idea. There have been other devices in the past that had similar design and functionality, but it took those experiences, see what the failure was, and build upon that to create the iPhone. You could say Steve or Johnny Ives was inspired by those devices to create the iPhone without directly copying that design. But okay, let's real talk here. I can give you the best advice, you can follow it, and hey, it might even work, right? But the reality is everything is moving faster and faster and you need to make more and more money to eat, live, go to the hospital if you get sick. So you're under a lot of pressure to work faster and take on more clients when maybe you shouldn't. And you know it, but spoiler alert, water isn't free, at least clean water. And it is very, very easy to see a design on Dribbble or Google search and just copy something that looks good. Maybe you change a color or font, but you literally copied and pasted an ad. And I can't tell you if that's right or wrong. I think you know the answer to that because everything is based on your circumstances. I think with the internet now, it's easy to hyper-focus on one thing. That's why that mind map is so important. Because if you focus on one thing, one designer's work, you're just copying that work. And I know you're not trying to reinvent an ad on TikTok, but you can improve upon what you're seeing. You can make it your own, even if you don't have a lot of time. Like I said, you can't schedule inspiration, but you can help accelerate that goal of finding inspiration by knowing what to look for, where to go, and what you should be focusing on. And if you do find yourself in the beginnings of copying someone's design, you should ask yourself these four simple questions. Does this ad portray the client? Does this ad work on the platform it's being presented on? Would it make me stop and look at it? And does it look like every other ad? Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today. I hope you have some new ideas to promote yourself today. Come back next week where we're going to talk about why reviews are very important to your business, especially when you're starting out. And let me know what you think of this episode in the review sections or check out my TikTok and do the same. It's actually easier to talk to me on there since this thing is kind of one-sided. And until next time, I'll catch you guys later. Music